and a very warm welcome to tonight's live, which is three mistakes to avoid when you're first taking staff. And this sort of will apply for every staff member you take on after that. Um, so you need to start taking on employees. If you want to, say for instance, you're earning £1,200. And all of a sudden you think, okay, so that's not enough money. Or say for instance, oh, that's a month. Or say for instance, you want to earn £2,000 a month. And you might quite easily do that, um, just sort of working on your own. But if you want to get to the next stage of your business where you actually start taking on employees, where you then will start getting some financial freedom, you can actually start seeing your business actually grow um, and get to a point where you actually don't have to do the cleaning yourself anymore. Um, so these are just the, the three biggest mistakes to avoid at all cost. Um, and believe me, I think as a business owner myself of 12 years, it is very hard not to make these mistakes, but obviously you learn from experience. Um, but the thing is, if you, once again, if you don't take on that employees and you don't get to that point, then you're not gonna get to that point where you can have that freedom, where you can stop cleaning yourself and literally just working on your business that two three four five six thousand pound salary that you want you're not going to have that if you want that freedom and that financial freedom and you want the freedom to spend with your kids to see them grow up to buy that house you want obviously taking on employees is the best way to go um, remember, even if you watch um, this live afterwards, please remember to just comment um, hashtag replay. Um, and if you at any point have got any questions, um, even after this live, if you watch it um, later, please feel free to comment down below and I'll get back to all the comments. Um, so just as a little introduction, if you don't um, know me by now, I'm Ilse Whiteman, the cleaning coach, um, and I'm the creator of the customer magnet system. Um, it's a customer journey. Um, to not only help you attract your ideal customer um, that will pay you what you're actually worth and not complain every five minutes, um, and then how to build that relationship to keep them for life, not to lose them, because you spend all that time and energy getting a customer. You don't want to lose them very quickly. Um, so remember, once again, comment down below where you're from. Let me know um, so I can get an idea from where you're from. Um, and right, so I'm going to sort of dig straight in, but remember to watch the, right to the end of the live to get the full benefit of all three mistakes and at any point comment down below. So mistake one or the biggest mistake I think that everybody makes is when you kind of like do your advert, you don't quite know obviously where to put it or how to put it. Um, the best way of actually doing it is try to, to Think about it in the sense of there's 2,000 people out there and 1,500 of those actually work for your competitors already. So your advert needs to appeal to them. It's not just this is where the job is, this is how long it is, this is what day it is and this is what pay you're going to get. You need to write it in a way um, so you can attract your ideal worker, your ideal employee. And um, so it's not just, oh, okay, so I'm just going to put it out there and yeah, well, and nothing happens. And then you feel deflated. You feel, well, why is it not working? It's not working. Why is it not working? And um, so when you do that, 
you have to try different words because different words will apply to different people. It's not just creating one effort and sticking it out there. Try different ways. Sit down and think to yourself, right, so if I was in their position and I'm looking for this job or a job for certain hours and I want to work for a cleaning company, what will attract me to apply to work for that company? What will make me go, oh, I've got to work for them, I, I need to apply? What will make them desperate to work for you, not you desperate to employ? So try different words, but the wording, how you word it, and try to make it a little bit more about the, the benefit they're going to get out of working for your company. Um, and start with that and make that emotional bond because all of those other people out there that's working for your competitors, if they are not happy, they are looking for somebody else to work for because they're already working for somebody else. So you need to also think about your ads spreading your seed the same as when i talk about getting customers it's not just doing something you need to be proactive with getting customers you need to be proactive when it comes to getting staff members so you just put an one advert out see how it goes leave it for a couple of days then try another one try a different way try a different image add images Try to actually even do a video and say, hi, um, Amy from Amy Keeners. I'm looking for um, fun, enthusiastic people and that's uh, very detailed. And you can just literally do a little video. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Um, and I know a lot of you might say, oh, but you're introducing yourself. So they can already see you're fun and you're loving and that will or might attract them even more than just cleaner, blah, 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 blah. It's a bit boring. So you need to try five different ones. If nobody replies to the first three, you know the first three adverts won't work. So you just leave it. Hi, Tali. <laughs> um, so then you need to, like I say, five, try different ones and see which one that, um, works and which one doesn't. And if it doesn't work, then you don't do it again. You do it the way it works, but at least then you've got that choice. Um, and just make sure that you cover a load of people. I've had actually somebody in the group that says, oh, but my post is all over Facebook and everybody knows about it. No, they don't. Only about 30 people saw it. Now, 30 people might not, even one of them might even be the person that you want to employ. So don't give up hope when you don't, nobody replies. Oh, don't give up hope. You just haven't reached the right person at the right time yet. So spreading your seed, get it all over there, put it on Gumtree. I wouldn't always necessarily um, advise to start when you first start to advertise because advertising is quite a lot of money, but you can get good people, but just different places, try Facebook groups, try on your Facebook page. But if you just put it on your Facebook page, that's not enough because your staff members, that your, or your future staff members, don't hang out on your Facebook page. You need to get it everywhere. Get your friends to share it like mad and tell them if a good employee comes from you sharing, you know, I'll give you 20 quid or something. Help me get the message out there. Um, so be very proactive as well with getting your different adverts out there and see and test and test and test and test until it works. If one doesn't work, it's because you might have just had the words wrong. Just try another one, but never give up. 
test, test, test until you succeed. The right person is out there, is waiting for you. So just be there at the right time, the right place to capture them. Right, so the second mistake or the second biggest mistake is hiring because you're desperate. And you think, oh, I've got so many customers and if I don't get help tomorrow, um, that's it. I'm going to be like not make it. I'm going to lose customers. I'm going to lose money. Never, ever hire desperate. Hire slow, hire fast. Take your time with the hiring process. Take your time and make sure because this person is going to be representing your company. You're going to say to your customers, here's a cleaner. And every single thing they do say, the way they look, the way they smell, everything represents your company, your reputation. So you send that employee out and they stink. The, sorry, <laughs> it has happened. Your reputation is, oh, she sends out employees that stink, don't hire her. If they turn up with hair not washed for three weeks, that's what your reputation is going to be. Because that, they are the face of your company when you're not there. So sit down with them, ask them questions. Remember, hire for integrity and skill and for work ethics, for who they are. If they're like this and the interview process and you go through, that's how they're going to work. And that's how they're going to deal with your customers. So therefore, your reputation is going to be, they're all right, but they're very slow. Hi, Christy. <laughs> so remember to take that time and to go with your gut feeling. I always went with my gut feeling because if I meet somebody and I think, oh, I don't know, they looked a bit iffy or they, you know, they literally they dragged their feet on the way to the internet, uh, sorry, internet, <laughs> on the way to the interview. And then, sorry, I mean, I just give up hope there and then because if you can't even turn up prim and proper, neat, smart, on time and prepare for an interview, you're not going to be a good cleaner, you're not going to be working very well, and you're not going to represent my company very well. And let's face it, you've got one reputation that you need to protect at all times. And that's why you need to be very, very, very strict. And there's a fine balance between we're friends and we're working for each other. You can be friendly and you can be super nice and awesome all the time, but be strict. It's just how you strictness sort of come across. You don't order them about, you just ask them nicely. And if you ask them again, twice, nicely. And by the third time you've asked nicely, they don't listen, out. It's as simple as that. So you can all of this, literally, like I say, take your time to choose the right person, and then, if they're not, don't even bother. Wait for that right person to come along. Don't hire out of this. You're so desperate because you're so afraid what's going to happen if you don't. But if you get the wrong employee, it's going to cost you more money. They're going to create more work for you. So you're better off waiting. And tell your customers if they are waiting, I am waiting for the right staff member. I'm not going to put anybody in your house. I'm not going to put them in if they're not trained. I'm not going to put them in if they can't represent my company in the right way. So I will rather either lose you or you wait. Um, and it's just being honest uh, with them. Remember, if you've got any questions in the meantime, comment them below, even if you watch this afterwards, um, and I will get back to all comments. Right, so the biggest mistake, oh, number three, um, would be dun, da, 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 paying very low wages. Now, this is a big issue for most companies. 
especially if you start taking on your first employee and you're like, oh, but I haven't got the money. I can't pay them too much. I don't know what to charge my customers so I can actually pay my staff decent wages. Um, always have this in the back of your head and actually put on a sticker on your computer so you can see it every day. You, you get what you pay for. If you pay for something really cheap, it's not going to last very long and the same applies to staff. If you think paying your staff minimum wage, and believe me, there's companies out there that do, but they don't deliver the standards that you will deliver. But of course, you're different, you're awesome, and you're delivering this massively high standards, and your customers are so happy with you. And if you pay that staff minimum wage or very low wages, they're not going to want to work hard because the people that come with the higher wage actually have got work ethics, drive. They know how to clean. They are willing to learn. They're going to be willing to help you with your company and grow. And But they want to be paid accordingly. That's why you get that bracket between the self-employed people and the employed people. It's a very fine bracket. So I have actually attached at the bottom of the video um, a video between sort of self-employed versus employed and, and where you should go first or how you should go first. And if you're completely, totally confused about the employee bit and how much of the employee, like there's so much to do and you feel overwhelmed, don't let any of that stop you. It, if you're afraid and you stop doing something, you're not going to grow. You're not going to earn that three, four, five thousand pounds a month. You're not going to buy that car you've always wanted. Take the risk. There is such an amazing thing as Google. Google it if you don't know. There's experts out there that help with these things. Contact a HR company. They give normally half an hour or hour sort of first consultation for free. Find these things out and be proactive with finding out what you need to do. And yes, it's scary. It's scary for everybody when they get to the first employee or the second employee or the third. It doesn't get any easier. But don't let that fear, because oh, they might let me down. And oh, you know, what if they do this? And what if they do that? And what if I can't cope? But you've coped so far and you've dealt with everything your business so far has thrown at you. So you are. You have to believe that you're awesome and you can do this because you are what you think. And if you think you can do this, you're going to do it. If you think you can't, guess what? You're going to struggle and that fear is going to keep coming in. Just cut that fear out completely and say, I am going to do this. Make It's making me happy to do things out of my comfort zone because that's where I grow. That is taking me one step closer to that £5,000 a month that I want. I want to go shopping and put everything in my trolley and not even worry about how much that costs or how much that costs. So you have to put that fear in the back of your head and just, that's it. This not, fear is not going to make me stop doing what I know I'm capable of doing. But you have to remember that. You have to find out what your competitors is actually paying your staff or their staff roughly. So if you put an advert out for £8 an hour and your competitor is paying £15 an hour, can you guess where your employees that you need is going to go and work? If they offer more benefits than you as a company, guess where the staff's going to go? So, so many people say, oh, I can't find good quality staff, I can't find good quality staff. There, there's so many businesses out there that already employ them. You just need to stand out. You need to 
inject personality and you have to keep trying and get them at the right stage. Even if you've got one of your competitors which lives next door to you, it's got 200 employees, I can guarantee you not all of them is going to be happy. Not all of them, they might enjoy cleaning and they might like the cleaning bit, but they're not going to enjoy working for that company because something's happened or they don't like the boss or whatever the case may be. And it's your job to spread your little seeds to get them interested in working for your company and what you offer to get them to come and work for you because that's what you want ultimately. You want that employees, but a lot of people not willing to do that legwork to find the right person. Find the right person with the right message, connect with them, and you will start seeing different results. But also, it's not just about putting what out, out there and like, mm -hmm. nobody's, no, but nobody's applying. I, I don't get any employees. So it's keep trying different ways. Never, ever, ever give up. And probably once you've had your first employee, don't think, that's it, that employee, all that job's now is covered by that employee. That's it, my work's done. Because it's not, it's far from done. That's where your work starts, but don't let that put you off. Because that's where the fun starts. That's when you're going to start seeing your employees grow. You're not only helping your company grow, you're helping your employees and people grow. And um, when you then start seeing your cleaners grow, that's it, it's such a fulfilling feeling and you should be proud if you already got employees um, and they're working for you and they're happy. You have got to be proud because that's probably one of the hardest things to achieve and there's that leadership skill to actually get them to listen to you and to work for you and to do a good job. So remember your competitors at the moment have got all your cleaners. Don't ever think there's no such thing as a quality cleaner. I can't get any quality cleaners because you just haven't found them yet. So don't give up. Try, test, 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 and try, 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 and test again and over again until you get the right person. Right, guys, so if there, um, that's it for uh, tonight's live. I don't want to go on too long. Sorry, some of you have been complaining. Um, I'm just going to answer some questions that um, Gina asked in my group before. And then we can actually, right. So, um, Tosila, hi, I'm Christy. Um, right, let's have a look. Okay, what's the easiest way to hire a contractor? Okay, the easy, okay. Right, it will always, always be easier, I would say to hire self-employed rather than contractors. Contractors are, are more when you get another cleaning company in to come clean for you. So you literally, you've got no control over them whatsoever. You just ask them, there's that job there. Can you do it for me? This is how much I'll pay you to do it. Is it okay? You agree on price and they go in and do it. You've got no control. Um, the I have, like I said, added a link at the bottom of this live video, which is um, the vlog I did about uh, the difference between self-employed and um, employed staff. And... Um, a lot of people feel that employees are, a lot, it's a lot more work to get it set up because you have to register as an employer, you have to pay tax and um, you have to sort of pay pension, but it's actually not that big a deal. It seems so scary, but it isn't. It's something you've just not done and it's, you just have to learn. That's it. You just have to sit down and once you've done it and a week later, you're like, what was all that fuss about? I didn't even have to worry about it. Um, 
I did when I first started my cleaning company, my first five employees were self-employed. Um, people that I actually advertised specifically for self-employed people because I didn't want to try to get uh, a full-time employee in to help me um, because I grew so quickly. It was literally within the first month I needed an employee and I didn't know anything about staff. I didn't know anything about self-employed and employed. I just put the output out for self-employed people because I found the employment a bit, a bit daunting myself, which is why I'm now saying don't worry, because then when I did do it, it was like, what was all the fuss about? What was I afraid of, really? Um, because it's quite easy. Um, and for a very low price, you can actually get somebody to do your payroll for you, and you don't even have to worry about any of that. Um, so um, I would say the easiest way when you first start will be a self-employed person, but there are certain limitations, obviously. I employed self-employed people. Um, by the obviously HMRC guidance, they have to obviously provide their own materials, they have to book the jobs in, and they have to invoice you. So you haven't got to sort of let the HMRC know as such about them, but when you do your books, obviously those invoices will count um, as expenses. Um, and it's just a little bit easier, but you can still train them. I trained all my self-employed people, and I got to an agreement, obviously, I'm gonna train you so you're gonna be a better cleaner, 100% uh, better cleaner. So therefore, I'm quite willing, once you've done the training and you help me out on jobs, like, if you've got a full week and you've got an employee a full week and then all of a sudden the end of tenancy clean comes in, you're like, oh, okay, I haven't got the time. That's when you turn work away. And that's where I had self-employed people help me most was with those odd jobs. And then the student cleans August, um, hundreds of student cleans August. And then you're like, well, I need 500 staff. What am I going to do now? So I always had self-employed cleaners helping me with that. But when I got to sort of the fifth sort of employee it was obviously I was paying them a lot of money as well a lot more than normal employees that's when I started employing um, and then that's when I realized there's no it's not even a big deal at all um, but that was so nice then to have my staff and the, to train them and to grow with them um, as my company grew, they grew with us and, uh, you know, it was nice to see them evolve um, and to see them grow and become really good cleaners, obviously train them in uniform and then you control the hours they do. Um, but I think the biggest, the other biggest thing I learned is never think I've employed somebody and, oh, that job now is done and that's it. Because it, it, you have to follow up and you have to still look after them. It's not like babysitting, but you're still in the beginning stages, have to make sure they're all right, make sure, you know, the work standards, because I forget and they get knackered and they need motivation. Um, but it's also worth it in the end. And if you want um, that big increase and that big business you want, and if you your goal is whether you want to go VAT registered or you want to earn 250000 a year, whatever your goal is, that's the best way to go. And literally just learn from your mistakes. And don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to hire the wrong person because that's just going to make you realize, you know, what I did wrong last time. So I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to do it differently. Right, so Chrissy says, fear of everything is rock. Yes, I definitely agree there. Uh, fear stops a lot of people, and you know what? It stopped me in a lot of things. Um, so it's just put that fear right at the back of your mind and say, go away. I'm not listening to fear. Right, so um, Gina asked in the group, um, why is no one replying um, to my adverts for staff? Okay, I think that was kind of covered in the first question and it's literally just you might not be putting your, your advert out where the right staff member is and your words might not attract them. Your words might be very bland. So create five different words 
sort of, I say words, five different word sets, write your advert differently, put it in all over the place, and then see which one performs best. And if that five doesn't work, create another five until your advert attracts people. Um, it's not that you're doing it wrong, it's just you need to learn um, what your people or the cleaners in your area, what they connect to for them then to want to actually apply. And remember, you have to either offer more or the same as your competitors are. If they uh, if they offer more money for cleaners, then you need to as well. Otherwise, you're not going to get staff. Um, nobody's going to go from a higher sort of price at the company to a lower price. Even if they're very unhappy, people tend to be very money motivated in that sense. The second question was, um, how do I entice people to work for me when it's only a few hours a week? It's part-time staff. You just, once again, is you need to find that right person for that time. There is somebody out there that's available for those hours, more than one person. It's just you need to connect, get your adverts, sowing your seeds everywhere. Everyone, let everybody know that you want something and then literally just spread your seeds um, and let a lot of people see your advert. Not 30 or 50, you need everybody to literally to see your advert. So spread your seed, get your advert out as many uh, places as possible, get your friends to share it. Um, and just like I say, you need to get it, if there's 1,000 people, say in that area, you need to let all that 1,000 people see it, everybody. And how are you going to get to that 1,000 people? So you need to advert out and, and get friends to share it, share it again, try again. Um, so it's just you need to reach a higher audience um, with your adverts. All right, third question was, how can I entice staff to work covering holiday um, let's change over once a week? It's the same sort of as principle. It's you just need to find the right person um, to cover that hours. And you don't expect to put an advert out and five minutes later go, oh, oh, I've had no replies. Oh, no, it's not working. I can't get staff. That's it. Because it doesn't work like that. But just try different ways, different words spread it everywhere and you will get eventually you will get it and it might not take a day it might not take a week it might be longer that's why it's always advisable once you have your first staff member to constantly because you've already tested that five ads with your first employee constantly be advertising be advertising constantly and if you have a website have a form on there they can apply so you're always saying we're looking for staff, we're looking for staff. And it's actually a really good thing to have this all on your marketing materials. We're always looking for enthusiastic people. Um, please apply, you know, if you want a cleaning job. So and the, you've got constantly people applying then if they're interested and your message is right. But you're spreading, say for instance, you take 100 leaflets and you spread it like around the, the neighborhood, 100 houses. That's 100 people that's going to know you're looking for staff already. And they might just one day call you at the right time at the right place saying, hey, I'm looking for a part-time evening job or I'm looking for a during the day job. Have you got anything? And you can say, well, I haven't at the, at the moment, but if you don't mind, can you know? Can I put your um, details on my, uh, on our records, and I'll call you if anything becomes available? Or yes, I definitely need somebody straight away. <laughs> Please come in for an interview straight away. Right. So just about spreading your message. Right. That's it for tonight, guys. Thank you very much for joining me live. I really appreciate your time. I know it's very important. Um, if like I say, any questions. I'm uh, still available for an hour after this live to answer any more questions that come through. But that's it for tonight. Have a lovely rest of your day. See you later. Bye.